0: You're on the Harland Highway. Yeah, yeah, baby. All right, I tried to seduce you with a sexy singing voice to try and get you to listen to the podcast, but I guess if you're already here, you were already intent on listening to the podcast, and I just wasted one of my top seductive moves for no reason at all. I could have uh, I could have been serenading a uh, Victoria's Secret model somewhere in Brazil. But I just burned through that and wow, dumb move. Uh, really uh, cool show today, interesting, a little different. Um this is a show where at the beginning I'm going to take a bunch of your phone calls. Because it occurred to me that a bunch of the phone calls were com- that were coming in were in reference to me doing a couple of podcasts where I played for you some clips of me doing stand-up comedy live at local comedy clubs, uh, me do- playing clips of yours truly getting up on stage and working on new material and stuff like that, so... A lot of people were requesting more as you'll hear in these phone calls and so on today's show you're going to get more. I'm going to play you some more of me live at the local comedy club on the Harland Highway.
1: Welcome to the Harland Highway. I
2: will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living?
1: The Harland Highway. Hey! That is classic. I will find you. My mom always said, You can't handle the truth! <laughs> <coughs> many, many years of therapy. Many, many, many
3: fucking years of therapy. And I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an
1: expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Hey there, Marlon Fillmore. Huh. Who am I talking to? Now, uh, hey buddy, this is your friend Tim. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that I love hearing from your stand-up, and um, I think you should make it a regular thing, you know, maybe like bi-weekly or something, because I was laughing so much, so much with each of the ones that you had in these last few episodes. So, um, as always, love your show. Uh, I'm a faithful pavement pounder, and uh, yeah, man,
0: keep living the dream, brother. Wow, okay. So uh, I've, I've been getting uh, some phone calls from you guys. As you know uh, from time to time, I, uh, I throw up uh, one of my live stand-up sets. What I do is I, uh, I drop in at a local comedy club, and as I told you, I go up on stage and I just kind of wing it. Uh, I try to work on new material. Sometimes I throw in an old joke uh, here and there, but for the most part, I try to work on uh, new stuff. And uh, you know, I I improvise with the crowd. I deal with hecklers. I uh, I just kind of I just kind of flow. That's my writing process. And uh, lately, uh, every now and then, I put up uh, one of my quick little 15 or 20 minute sets. And uh, I've been getting some great feedback from you guys, the Pavement Pounders. Um, some people are loving it. Some people are reading into it maybe too much. Some people are relating to it. Uh, here's another. Uh, here's another little quick call.
3: Yeah, Harlan,
0: definitely record and play more of those uh, improvised sets. Great stuff. Well, cool. I'm, I'm glad you like it. Uh, you know what? I've actually got some, uh, some more uh, of that stuff uh, coming up for you right here. And uh, let's listen to a little bit more of the feedback from people and uh, get the reaction to me doing these uh, kind of Wing It-style uh, comedy sets. That's why
1: I'm eating sunflower seeds, because I want to be a flower child. Hey, this is Rev Pops calling from Detroit. Anyway, listen, I listened to your uh, live recording of your stand-up gig. Uh, I've been a minister for 35 years all over North America, Mexico City to Toronto, Ontario. It was a little painful. I'd appreciate if you could go over some of the highlights and explain what you were trying to do because you, you said some old jokes like the marshmallow ghost farts. That's old as the hills. Um, so... I don't, it seemed like maybe you were trying, like, what was that about? Were you trying to reset, trying to think of another original thing or go off on another tangent? It's interesting, the creative process. I'm a songwriter. I have a creative process. I'm just interested, you know what? was going on? What was going on with that? I understand why you gave the false name at first, That that. but, but the actual process, like the way you were dealing with the hecklers, the lady gets up and walks out. Why would you not just assume that the babysitter didn't call? Why did you take it personally? Okay, as a minister that struck me. You know, you're a successful guy, but you're not a superstar like Jim Carrey, one of your buddies, but you're not a nobody. You can go to the mall, you can go to the comedy club and, and you're somebody. You could be somebody that but you can still have you're in a really good place, but you're not fulfilled. I know this as a minister. There's a there's a there's some there's some spirit that Christ has Put into your heart. You haven't really found your dream yet, and this is connected to the marriage thing. Uh, women sense this. They know that you're not completely confident. Give me a call. I think I have the answer for you. I'm involved in a lot of projects, uh, here and overseas. I think that I have a project that I personally could work with you on, give you
0: a big boost. All right, peace and love. Peace and love, Pops. Uh wow, wow. There's a guy uh minister who appreciated uh the the improvised stand-up set and also uh was able to give me uh a, a little life counseling, relationship counseling and uh had some interesting insights into my spirituality. Um hey, I don't I don't mind the free assessment. Not really going to concur that you uh, you're accurate, but there's probably a sprinkle of truth to everything. Uh, interesting insights, um, and as far as uh, you know, dropping in the marshmallow joke or the—it's like I said, you know—I'm up on stage, free wheeling it. So every now and then, uh, if I draw a blank or I'm I'm kind of spinning my wheels trying to think of the next thing to say, maybe I'll drop in an oldie to uh, keep the, the flow going. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned about the, uh, the lady leaving uh, to check her phone because, Pops, even you with your insights, I kind of tricked you, man. That's part of the art of working a crowd is uh, everything you do, you make it seem like it's real. And in this instant, uh, I guess a lady got up. She walked, out, she walked out or she got on her cell phone to text or something. And uh it sounds like you thought I took it for real and and I uh, was upset with her. Couldn't be further from the truth, Pops. Uh all that stuff up on stage it's all for effect. It's all uh me uh pretending I'm upset to get into the bit, to create uh some emotion, to create uh some conflict, to create some comedy. So uh Whatever you thought it sounded like, you're, you're a little off on that assessment. Don't mean to burst the bubble, but uh, that's part of the art of uh, being on stage and uh, taking over a crowd and commanding the crowd. Uh, most comedians, uh, even when it might look like they're losing it, that might even be staged for a effect. Uh, now, not to say some comedians don't lose it, but a guy like me, Nope. All that stuff you heard was, uh, in my brain choreographed and well mapped out. And that's why I wing it because I like to flex that muscle. I like to uh, deal with unexpected events, problems, things that happen in the audience. And, uh, and it's my job to create the illusion that, uh, stuff's happening in the moment and uh, I get to take it wherever I want. So interesting, uh, call um let's take one more and then we'll get to the uh to the to the bit my uh my fresh live stand-up bit uh the next call is by a guy who can relate to it because he's a musician uh and uh he likes to improvise with his music the way i like to improvise on stage with my comedy so uh i guess we're kind of kindred spirits and he was able to relate to uh my methodology up on the uh, stand-up stage. Take a listen, and then we'll go right to the uh, fresh stand-up clip.
3: Hey, Harlan, what's up, man? Uh, This is Mark from Ottawa, Ontario. I'm sure you know where that is. I just listened to your podcast, uh, the one where you uh, played one of your stand-up routines. And I just wanted to tell you, I think it's really awesome that that's the way you do your, uh, you do your writing, is that you just bring stuff live, some ideas, put it together, um, and, uh, (laughs) half the stuff that you said was gold, so, I, I agree with your other listener there, I think, uh, you definitely need to record more of your shows, and, uh, I mean, you could, you already put out like two podcasts a week. I think you could put out a third one and every third one could just be a stand up routine and I would listen to it and laugh just as hard as any of the other ones. Um, anyway, yeah, there, and one of the reasons that, that, uh, I really enjoyed this one was because personally I'm a musician and, uh, I used to rehearse songs and I used to do all that and it's kind of the equivalent of, I guess, writing your jokes down first, but, um, but now what I do is I do some improvisational music, and it's kind of the same thing. I get a lot of sounds together that I like, and uh, I don't have anything solid. I just have stuff that works together and sounds good together. And then I sit down and I do a podcast myself um, once or twice a week, usually twice a week, where I just sit down with some sounds. and some, I usually Sometimes I'll have a guitar, sometimes I'll have drums, sometimes I'll just use all electronic sounds. And I just sit down and I just gel it out. And uh, it's cool to see that not only in music but also in comedy that works. So, um, And definitely take some more of your stand-up because it's hilarious, man. You're doing a great job. All right,
0: much love. Bye-bye. Much love. Thank you so much for the calls, all, all you guys. And uh, without further ado, uh, I wanted to play play those calls for you just so you could hear some feedback on, uh, on these clips that I played. So without uh, further ado... Let's get to it. I believe this is a clip of me uh, jumping up on stage at the uh, improv in uh, Hollywood and uh, just letting her rip. Uh, You might hear a couple of the oldies, you'll hear newies, you'll hear all kinds of stuff. I hope you enjoy it. And just so you know, you'll hear some music playing as I walk up on stage and you'll hear me talking to uh, musicians Uh, This was kind of a unique show where they decided to have like a a six, seven-piece little band on the stage. So talk about making uh, life even more difficult for a stand-up comedian. Imagine doing a show where there's people sitting all around you, literally about three feet away from you. Like these musicians were were around me in kind of a horseshoe. So it was a little uh, unnerving. And just uh, added to the madness, and uh, you'll hear them drop in with some of their uh, music. So, this is me, winging it on stage. Sir, doing a show. Uh, I have two passions in life. One is snorkeling.
2: Well, if
0: you're going to laugh, maybe I'll walk upstairs. (laughs) One is snorkeling. And the other one is I love to blow those New Year's Eve party whistles that roll out like that. (laughs) So now what I do is I snorkel, and whenever I come across a seahorse, I blow on its nose and watch its little tail roll out. (laughs)
2: What
0: a blast. (laughs) Did you know that... Ghosts that can't float. <laughs> or, have you ever tried throwing an albino through a wall? <laughs> they don't go through. They just smash the drywall.
2: <laughs> and their
0: little red eyes, that are red because of lack of pigment, become red full of blood. <laughs> <The laughs> Rainbow spectacular at Baskin Robbins, my friends. <laughs> Uh, well, we all know summers, sir. Uh, we all know summers up here, gang, and uh, it's rock climbing season. And here's what I like to do: uh, I like to go to Mount Rushmore, uh, eat a can of uh, Van Camp beans, gang, uh, sir Van, and then you put Camp on the end, sir Van Camp. Uh, <laughs> I eat a can of Van Camp beans at the base of Mount Rushmore, and then I rope my way right up into Abraham Lincoln's nose and fart for half an hour. Right in the guy's fucking nose,
2: huh? It's
0: a blast. <laughs> Did you know that uh, dinosaurs were not killed by the ice age? Dinosaurs were not killed by meteors. Uh, Gang, dinosaurs were eaten by rocks.
2: Uh,
0: No, you cut a rock open, chances are you'll find a skeleton. Peak, and then we're goners. So, sir, I know you have a rock garden because I watch you a lot. You're, uh, you're going to go first, uh, Tiger Lily Thunderclip. <laughs> sir, I like your hat. Obviously, you're off to steal 101 Dalmatians later tonight. I don't like the kids in my neighborhood. To uh, scare them, this is what I do. I, I bought a uh, polo shirt. Huh? I bought a rugby shirt, uh, black and red stripes. And I bought a crazy like fedora, an old beat up hat. And uh, what I do is I uh, I pull my nutsack over my face and I pretend. control, sure as relaxing. <laughs> trees, folks, next time, sir, ma'am, you're not a sir, next time, next time you're lost in the wilderness, uh, don't eat tree bark or uh, pine cones, guy, uh, chop your fucking calves off and enjoy some delicious meal. huh? It's
2: just
0: delicious, that stuff. be hard, sir, be your
2: shirt. (laughs) Life can
0: be overwhelming. And uh, psychologically, young fella, it takes its toll on us. And we all need to get away. Uh, Some of us turn to prayer, sir, ma'am, some of us turn to meditation, God, some people turn to masturbation. (laughs) How many times have you orgasm today, sir? Uh, I can't
3: count. You can't count?
0: Why not? Were your hands
2: cleaved off and a lump heart <laughs> 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 if,
0: if it was two, you could just hold up two nubs and have the answer.
2: <laughs> I guess there's more than two, so you're fucked, dude.
0: This is for real. Here's what I do to get get, get away from the, the, the weight of the world, which is crushing down on me right now as I stand in front of all these strangers. I get in my car, man. I get in my car. I get in my IKEA drive out to the countryside as far as I can go until I find a field full of blowing green grass, huh okay? gang? I get out of my car, sir. I take off all my clothes. Sir, I need you to picture me naked right now.
2: I take off
0: all my clothes. I step over the barbed wire fence careful to cut my testicles because they hang low like that thing that dangles on the throat of a moose. <laughs> I walk through the field, the blowing green grass, nudity. I approach the grazing horse standing on the horizon line. Man, I slowly <laughs> I gently, slowly stroke the horse's side, and when the moment's just right, ladies and gentlemen, I twirled my pubes into the horse's mane, and I pretend I'm an avatar. 1974, attended Yale, studied uh, finances, uh, single, was dating a
2: gentleman from Boston, worked at Best
0: Buy. Yeah, that's right, bitch, you've been (laughs) Googled. How you doing, sir? You ever wake up at three in the morning and fill your ass crack full of coleslaw? <laughs> I feel kind of selfish. I've been doing jokes just for me up here. Let's do one for the gang.
2: <laughs>
0: sir, give me a topic, and I'm going to do a joke. That this is for the gang, sir. You pick a topic. i Holidays, okay, holidays, excellent. Holidays, a measurement of time created by humans to create a void in their busy schedules in the calendar year. Calendar year invented by early civilizations, the Greeks. Greeks, who are human beings, who are made up of many organisms and believe in God, which is a giant energy that goes
2: out beyond the vastest regions of our understanding. Hmm? It goes beyond the
0: realms of our comprehension. And because of that, sir, I can't do the fucking
2: joke.
0: <laughs> so thanks for fucking up the show, sir. writing something down there? You pulled out a little book. What, what were you writing down? Your material. My material? Well, I wouldn't call it material. I'd call it shit.
2: Really.
0: Speaking of shit, you ever make origami with your toilet paper? And wipe your ass with a swan? Too well. <laughs> How old are you kid? I was making a hundred and one Dalmatian jokes about you earlier. Give me a drum roll. I know I missed it. Oh, like a rim shot. Oh, rim shot like I did a joke. Thank you. <laughs> How old are you kid? How old? 30. 30 years old? Are you worried about getting old? No, not you, Highlander.
2: <laughs>
0: Dude, fuck, I just threw my neck out. I didn't ask for that one. Fucking threw a vertebrae. You fucking asshole. We do this every week. You ever shove a Rottweiler down your pants? I have one right here right now. You have one right? Here's my final bit, gang, and then I gotta get out of here. I'm doing a benefit at the Diarrhea Center. I gotta run to the uh, Diarrhea Festival. Dude, have you ever banged Kenny G? I'm just asking. He's got a sack. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got I got one more. Gotta time for one more. I got a pios they resist the Here's the reason I was asking uh, the dog thief a question about his age. I don't think we get old and gentlemen, and I hope this calms you. I hope this gives you solace deep inside your gurgling fallopian
2: tube.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't get old, ladies and gentlemen. When we hit our 70s. We don't age. I've written really Turn into velociraptors. (laughs) When you hit about 70 years old, your back starts to hunch over, right? Your legs start to bow, your elbows start to come in, your fucking arthritis curls your fingers up. pop in that hat. (laughs) Give me a little bit of um, Horse With No Name. I'm going to go out on a song. Horse
2: With No Name by America. Yeah, Three, two, one. Horse With No Name. Go.
0: there it is. There it is, gang. That's me. Um, there it is. That's me up on stage, uh, just jumping up at the uh, improv, the world-famous Improv Comedy Club on Melrose Avenue in uh, Hollywood, California. And uh, uh, just a sneak peek into uh, my process, how I write, how I uh, come up with material. I just kind of let it come out and uh feel it and uh s- try and work it and uh, I'm glad you uh, you guys dig it. Thanks for your uh your uh phone calls, your emails, uh your interest and uh yeah man, if you guys like this stuff, I'll uh I'll uh throw one up here now and then and uh we'll all have some chuckles together. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, but that is the end of our show, dedicated to some stand-up comedy today. Very nice. Um, what can I tell you? I'm going to be doing a show in uh, Huntsville, Ontario, Canada on Thursday, August 8th. It's the uh, Huntsville Comedy Festival, Summer Comedy Fest. And uh, I'll be at the Huntsville Theater right there on Main Street in uh, Huntsville, Ontario. So get your tickets for that, and then uh, August 15th to the 18th, I'll be down in Florida on a place called Marco Island. There's a great comedy facility there, and uh, I'll be down there. Check me out. Uh, so that's it, gang. Thanks for being here. Maybe we'll see you at the comedy club one day, and uh, until then, um, you know, chicken Chow mein, b baby